It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. You're listening to the Sharks Audio Network. Now, here's your host, Ted Ramey. With new general manager Mike Greer making his mark on the Sharks organization, changes were made on Monday, July 11th, when it was announced that the team was parting ways with director of amateur scouting Doug Wilson Jr., hiring longtime NHL veteran Doug Waite as a hockey operations advisor, and making qualifying offers to certain restricted free agents. On Monday afternoon, Greer sat down with the media. This is that press conference. Hey, Mike, uh, you have any other uh, big news to announce right here? Um, no, no, we're just kind of uh, plugging away. It's it's busy, busy times with uh, deadlines and some things like that and, and free agency coming up and the, you know, the coaching stuff. So we're just kind of plugging away at everything. Okay, just been a very chaotic day. So just checking right here. Um, wanted to ask you uh, first about um, uh, hiring uh, Doug Waite. Uh, what do you, uh, what can you say about what he can add uh, to the team? Well, first of all, he's a high character person, great guy, had tons of leadership skills. And, you know, he's someone who's done player development. He's been a coach in the NHL. He's been an, a great player in the NHL, a captain in the NHL, and been an assistant GM. So he's been in all parts of the game. He knows the game inside and out. And, um, you know, he's someone I think will bring a lot of value to the organization. And can you just talk about uh, your, uh, I guess, your personal relationship with them, just that trust factor that you must have with Doug to bring him on as your operations advisor here? Yeah, for sure. Trust and loyalty and someone you can count on when things get hard is, is very important to me and I think important to most um, most managers. So we go back a long way. He treated me from day one. You know, he was the, the captain of the or assistant captain of the Oilers when I came on and you know, I was just a rookie, but he treated me treated me with great respect and kindness, and kind of took me under his wing. And you know, we our re- relationship kind of blossomed from there. We've stayed close and stayed in touch through the years from playing and our non-playing days. And you know, his daughter was one of the flower girls in my wedding, so um, you know, he's someone I've always admired and and think think the world of. And uh, we had asked you previously about uh, a possibly hiring a, uh, you know, a very senior kind of advisor. Um, is Doug basically going to fill that kind of role? You know, there's not any uh, thought about hiring someone else for that kind of role, senior advisor or another operations advisor? Correct. Okay. And also wanted to also uh, get your comment on uh, le- uh, you and uh, Doug Wilson Jr. Uh, parting ways. Yeah, you know, Doug and I just, we had, you know, throughout the weekend. And first of all, I think he did a he did a tremendous job this weekend over during difficult circumstances. He handled himself well. Um, you know, it was real, real tough weekend for the organization, but for him as well. Um, and he, he did a great job. I thought he did a great job at the draft and, and handling the staff um, through through tough times. But we just kind of talked about, you know, our future moving forward. And, you know, there's some people I'm interested in in for you know for the scouting director role and 
and he himself, you know, thought maybe it was time for him to kind of branch, branch out and, and try something different. So we just had some discussions about the future and, and thought it was best from both sides. Marco? Hi, Mike. Um, you know, we've seen the list now of the of the people you've, it's players you've gave qualified offers for and the ones you haven't. So uh, my first question is, what process did you go into into separating the, the, the ones you did tender and the ones you didn't? And because it seems like there's a lot more on the list that you didn't tender. Well, I, um, you know, I think we've talked about from day one, the type of team I want to have and the type of players I want to have. Um, so, you know, a lot of that was, was the criteria of, of the reasons why we made the decisions we made. And, you know, there's always, there's always cap, cap issues and 50 count issues, things like that, that go into it. But, you know, from day one, I've, I've been pretty clear about the type of team I want to have. On the flip side of that, you know, uh, uh, to the other teams who didn't tender their RFAs, um, how, how many players are you looking at maybe on that side to maybe possibly bring in into this team without mentioning names? Yeah, I mean, we're going to we're always going to look at every every possible option to make the team better. So, you know, there's definitely some names that, on there that are intriguing and um, we'll do our homework on and, and see if they're a fit. Thank you, Curtis. So, Mike, can you clarify when was that when was the, the decision finalized to, to part ways with Doug, Doug Jr.? Um, we just have been talking the last couple over the last couple of days and, you know, we just thought it was best and that the, the timing of it, you know, is for him too. He's a, he's a sharp, sharp guy, sharp young kid who's loves scouting and wants to be out there working. So we thought kind of the sooner the better type thing. So he's got a chance to catch on with it, with another organization as quickly as possible. Well, from afar, what was your kind of evaluation of the job he did as a director of scouting? When before he joined the Sharks, um, I think he did a good job. Yeah, there's some there's some good players here that hopefully will be as we move forward here will be a part of us, you know, turning this thing around. Hopefully, they're they'll they'll be key building blocks and big part of our future. So I think I think he did a good job. Is there a different philosophy as far as the type of player the Sharks should be drafting as you kind of go forward here? Uh, maybe a little bit. Um, I think. I think everyone sees players differently and, you know, maybe the way he saw them or, and, or whoever in the way I see them are different and how I want to play and how I want to build my team, you know, are probably slightly different. So, um, you know, there might be a little bit of different profile of player we'll, we'll be looking at down the road. Does that kind of have to do with maybe just size and, and physicality Are those maybe the type of the, the characteristics you're kind of trying to maybe look for here? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it all starts with competitiveness, and that doesn't always have to mean that they're the biggest guy in the room, but it's got to be a high level of competitiveness and hardness and things like that. So I think I think you'll probably will start to see a little of that, more of that coming into the organization. Was there a possibility of moving Doug into another part of the, the front office at all? Um, we didn't really discuss that. I think that would have probably been hard for him. And um, like I said, sometimes... His dad did such a great job here and he's done a great job over the last little while. Um, you know, sometimes it's just better to maybe try something different and, and kind of spread his wings that way. Any other kind of changes you're looking at right now? Obviously, Tim Burke's been the, been with the team for, for a long time here. Is he is he staying with the team and, and uh, who might you look at hiring to replace guys like Jills and, and Brian? Um, yeah, we're we're going to go through our process of hiring the hiring the scouts to replace those guys. Um, you know, Timmy, 
Kimmy Burke is, uh, you know, he's been here a long time and, you know, I, I trust him. I think the world of him, he's a super smart guy, knows players, got a great, great eye and passion for hockey and passion, passion for the Sharks organization. So um, he will, he, as far as I'm concerned, hopefully he, he will be here. Okay. All right. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Any other questions? Uh, Shang. Uh, Mike, uh, I wanted to ask you specifically about uh, Dolan, uh, just because um, you know he's a Sharks Rookie of the Year last year. Um, obviously, a big name in, in Sharks history with his father. Just sort of what in, went into uh, not qualifying him specifically? Well, it kind of goes back to what I, I said. There's a certain certain type of profile of player and things that we're looking for to kind of make this make this team. Uh, molded into the type of team that I would like it to be. And, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't really fit the profile right now. It's, you know, I wish him the best. He had a good, good season with the Sharks last year, but, you know, there's coming into the season, there was going to be changes. I think we knew that. And, and then, you know, he just happened to be one of them. And uh, you uh, suggested that yet, you know, uh, maybe different people in mind, um, you know, will we have a, a new director scouting for the Sharks very quickly then? Um, I can't tell you how quickly. Um, I'd like to, there's some tournaments and stuff like that coming up in August. So hopefully, I, I mean, like to have someone in place before that. I don't really have a timeline for it. Okay. And uh, just uh, wondering, you know, with uh, all the um, sort of upheaval in the organization, um, you know, does, is, is that going to make it a challenge even in just this development camp to have uh, the number of coaches you need for different roles, be it coaching the forwards, coaching the defense, and uh, that sort of thing? No, we're all set there. Johnny McCarthy's ran it last year. He's going to run it this year. Um, his staff is here. So Mike Ricci's here. we got we got plenty of plenty of bodies on the ice and a plan on how we want this this week to go. So we, sh we should be okay in that in that regard. Uh, related to that, uh, John McCarthy, uh, he hasn't had his assistant coaching staff announced yet. Uh, will they be part of the development camp coaches, or is that yet to be announced? Uh, we haven't announced it yet. Okay. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Curtis? Mike, what can you say about Nicholas Malosh? He was a guy that you know played fairly often towards the end of the season last year. What was your evaluation of him, and, and why was the decision made to, to part ways with him? Well, um, there's a few things that went in it, um, that went into it that, you know, will stay between, you know, myself and, and, um, and the, and his agent and things like that. But, you know, we just thought where we were numbers wise on the back end and the, and the amount of money we had, we had tied up in the back end that, um, you know, basically it didn't make it make a ton of sense right now. There's a report this morning. I don't know if you maybe were aware of it, but that a lot of teams are calling in regarding Brent Burns and his availability right now. What can you say about what your, your plans are for, for Brent? Are you open to a potential move or do you see him as part of this, part of this team in the fall? Well, I got to, you know, talk to Brent and a lot of that will be, you know, how our, how our discussions go. Um, you know, these guys, he's been here a long time. He's been a great shark player and, you know, I'll let him, him kind of lead the way a little bit on that and, and we'll go kind of go from go off his lead. That'd be kind of a tough decision to make just to have to, you know, if he wants to maybe go in a different direction or, or join more of a team that's ready to win now, uh, would that be kind of a difficult uh, move or, or how would you kind of approach that? Yeah, I mean, sure, it'd be difficult because he's a part of this, you know, this 
how well this team has done. And he's he's a, one of the faces of the franchise. But as a former player myself, as you get older, you know, keep you want to keep that competitive fire burning. And what keeps that burning is is the chase for the cup and, and, and winning. So, um, you know, depending on our conversation, if, if it is something where he says he wants to go somewhere and try and win, um, I get it. I get it. You know, we all play to win. We all play to lift that trophy. And, you know, as you get older, you start to see the end of the line. So um, I would understand if, if that's if that's the route he wanted to go. How aggressive do you envision being on on Wednesday once once free agency opens? Uh, are you actively kind of looking to add guys? Do you are you kind of said, wait and see what what happens, how the market looks like or how do you approach Wednesday, I guess? Um, probably more of a wait and see thing. I mean, we don't have, uh, there's not a, we don't have a ton of money to throw around. So I think, I think some of those teams that will, they'll be aggressive and they'll go after their guys, but I think we'll, we'll kind of see where the market is and see if we can grab a player here, here or there. Can you sign where, where things stand with some of your notable, uh, restricted free agents, like guys like Mario Capo and, and Luke, who we just talked to today, I guess. Yeah, we've talked. We've we've had some initial conversations, and those talks are still ongoing. Um, so, you know, we like all three of those all three of those players, and hopefully to get hope to get something done with them sooner sooner than later. But um, you know, it's all part of the negotiation. But the talks have all been good so far. All right. Thanks again, Mike. Thank you, Corey. Hey, Mike. How does does the Evander Kane situation does that affect you at all on Wednesday? Um, not really. Not too much. I mean, we just gotta do follow our plan and do what uh, we see is best for the organization and kind of deal with deal with his situation separately. But it'll be in the back of our minds a little bit. I mean, but it's kind of it's just kind of out there. But it's not going to affect our plans too much. Thank you. Thanks. Stay tuned to the Sharks Audio Network as we see more action from General Manager Mike Greer. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey signing off. This podcast can be found for download under Sharks Hockey Digest on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. And on demand anytime on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital. All music by Yogi Yend.